I think we are just uh, we'll just move into the extended bit uh, uh, now. Uh, I think we have had a beautiful one and a half hour conversation, and now you know we can delve into all the aspects that all of you people want to go in detail. Uh, Naganathan, you can start with yours. Hi, am I audible? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Uh, I think all of my, most part of my question has been answered, sir, in the previous conversation. I want to ask you um, something. Like, I am um, a person. When you are telling about making right choices, I happen to make a choice to change my career after like kind of five to six years of experience. And you were talking about not to compare ourselves, and we have to focus on ourselves only. Um, just a heads up for guys like me who find what is right fit for my. career in a later stage i went for a career counseling after finding my uh, job is becoming monotonous um, it was after 5 years and now i'm applying applying for a masters waiting for the application process that time that change during the transition from one thing to other the peer pressure on the that that uh, anxiety which you told me found earlier how to handle these things or how you see these things yeah so i think one of the best things to do is to interact with people right like uh, talk to people uh, you know you may have friends you know so building a network is always very useful right so you can talk to people uh, and uh, then you could get ideas and things like that right of uh, this thing like so um, so that is one thing i think which is very useful to do at Uh, at any point in time to kind of relieve anxiety and all those kind of things then the other thing that you ha- have to have is faith in yourself right like uh, sometimes it's very hard i mean it's easy to say this but sometimes you start doubting yourself saying am i really good you know can i do things and that kind of can spiral into a depression you know uh, so uh you know try and avoid that you know like have this kind of thing and like i said you know this might sound corny but reading the gita and all that is quite useful uh and understanding this and you know getting like a deep thing and then the other aspect is not that uh, see these days there is so much knowledge which is available online right that you know i am saying that even if you do a professional degree uh you know supplement stuff you know because i think increasingly from the hiring point of view and things like that uh people are going to be looking saying theek hai yaar you went to iim ahmedabad aapne pass kar liya iim ahmedabad par aapne aur kya kiya right what did you do right did you uh, like did you learn programming i know maybe you didn't but why not uh, do you have a github account uh, have you created any code uh, you know um, stuff like that right uh, so you know if there are some people who see because it's a question of how do you build an edge over other people because you're always in competition no? i mean like at the end of the day so you so if you put a little bit of thought into this okay then the other thing which i uh, want to touch on is this question of time right because these days like at this point i can almost buy anything i want but i can't buy time 
you know so this how you use your time is very important and you know it's a skill how do you chunk your time how do you manage it uh, and and stuff like that so that is something if you get good at it uh, like you know i can read a 500 page book in a couple of hours uh, and if there's somebody else who takes 10 days to read the book uh, and later we have a conversation uh i will be able to speak more intelligently about the book than probably that person can though he's taken 10 days i've taken 4 hours you know uh so these are certain skills uh that you know people talk about soft skills and hard skills you know i don't know where this fits in but it's like uh these kind of skills are also kind of very important uh to try and cultivate if you can uh but the other thing that is there is that see um uh, you know you have to be satisfied uh because uh like let's take a security guard let's take sanjay bhargav let's take elon musk now if a security guard is content he's very happy with his life okay he's healthy okay he has adequate wealth for his needs because he's defined his needs very minimally and all this kind of stuff then is he better or is sanjay bhargav better or elon musk better or are they all equal you know this is something that you have to think about it's from their own perspective like how they perceive themselves exactly you no know, so you can be very happy very prosperous you know uh with very little wealth right you need some wealth i'm not like i i don't buy this argument ki uh you know it's all okay the poor people are happy yeah, yeah, yeah. no this is all rubbish yeah. okay you That's need a certain rubbish. amount of wealth you know uh but um yeah you don't need like millions of dollars and you know after a point is you're going to die or one day you're going to die whoever you are and then you will go back with nothing right so you know this mindless pursuit of wealth is crazy according to me um you know but at the same time yeah you have to pursue all three you have to pursue mental peace health and adequate wealth and adequate wealth is the easiest okay the mental stuff is the hardest okay and health you can probably do the right things exercise yoga uh, you know eat right and you're set huh? okay uh, so just only one thing um, like you have been uh, uh, interacting with the people from uh, top echelons and you have seen many people in your experience and all that there will be at times like where things may not uh, uh, happen as we planned or as we expected something important or some gestation period is needed whenever is needed like some pass uh, how to handle that so i have seen people in my friend circle as well as in family like there there is a thing they have to wait means they have to wait they can't control it but people will be again and again and like what to say either they disrupted that point uh, even ruined the whole thing or they are what to say um, hell become loose like that in that waiting period like uh, some processes some things either they may go wrong or we have to wait at that time uh, what we want to tell for that even in business as well as in personal life i have seen in both cases like that 
Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I will give you an example uh, of my mother who died of breast cancer at the age of 69. Now, when she was diagnosed with breast cancer, it was stage four terminal. Okay. And uh, while we were kind of shocked uh, because we didn't expect this, um, she took it very well. Uh, she said, look, you know, I have had a great life um, and I can always feel sorry for myself and say, why me? You know, why did I have to get cancer? And uh, this, or I can look at the, so it's a glass half full, glass half empty type of thing. And she uh, basically said that there are so many people in this world who've had a worse life than me. You know, fine, I've got cancer. Everyone has to die. It's my time. I just want you guys to make it as easy for me as possible. And I will go peacefully, you know. Now, this to me has been a tremendous learning. Right? I mean, I said, like, how I, I don't know what will happen to me if I get cancer and like I'm in my mother's position. Will I be that brave? Will I actually, because it's very easy to talk about this. But this has made a lasting impression on my mind, you know, because I've said, you know, whatever your circumstance, you know, you have to be grateful because there are people who are worse than you. You know, at least you've been born normal. You haven't been born autistic or some other kind of things, you know. So uh, you can always look at the, so don't feel sorry for yourself is what I'm trying to say. Then, you know, and it's very hard. Like, say, suppose you lose someone who's very close to you. They die, right? Uh, now, how do you recover from this? Okay, so you can keep feeling miserable or you can move on. So there's another saying which people say is that you have to play the cards you are dealt. Mm. <laughs> well, that's a very, very, very nice way of putting it. So, I mean, this is becoming more like a counseling session. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Will, Thank for the response, actually. That helps a lot. Yeah. I actually, I actually, reply, that's a very, a very beautiful line here. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You yeah. have to play the hands that you're dealt with. Uh, Astha, you can go next. Um, hello. Go sir. on, go on. Yeah, hi. Go on. Um, so I wanted to ask, do you think we are placing too much importance in software and coding and kind of missing out on other skills? Like India has already missed out, kind of missed out on an industrial revolution. And we still are lacking the manufacturing capabilities countries like China and USA have. So do you think hmm. we should focus more on those capabilities so as to develop, to go towards prosperity? Yeah, so, you know, my thing is that uh, we need to do many, many things, you know, because India is a huge country and I think the number of youth who need jobs is huge, right? So we have to be in everything, you know, we have to be in agriculture, we have to be in dairy, we have to be in pisciculture. Uh, uh, we have to be in manufacturing, we have to be in renewables, uh, you know, everything, right? We, we, you know, we can't neglect anything, right? Uh, and there are lots of opportunities everywhere. But what I believe is that technology can enable almost everything, right? Like, so it's just a tool. It's not the end. It is the means uh, in terms of this. Now, what happens is, 
uh, that so for instance i'm also going to be weaving in into this conversation certain uh, business opportunities okay mm-hmm. so for instance uh, let's say that uh, somebody decided to do a platform and let's call the platform gtan okay gtan stands for global trusted advisor network okay so this is now enabled by technology but there's a human at the last mile so in every polling booth in india and maybe the equivalent in the world there is a human or a set of humans who are connected with this platform and this platform is doing data collection advocacy outreach uh, you know and helping them buy digital goods or physical goods right so it's an extension of the kirana store but the kirana store was physical goods now it's physical digital outreach advocacy data blah 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 everything okay now just imagine if this existed uh, prior to covid okay we probably would not have had a reverse migration problem right because if the communication was two way and it was from trusted people uh you know the government could have used this network to reach every single person and tell them that hey why they should not leave and if uh, some of the people weren't getting food or whatever problems there were there would be communication back and if that could be addressed right then there would have been peace and you wouldn't have seen these horrible sights of people trying to go back to their villages right so what i'm trying to say is here uh is that you know people who are disruptive thinkers uh they look at something like the covid thing and the reverse migration and they come up with a business idea to solve the pain right and sometimes they are successful and they make tons of money right uh, uh in there so what do you guys think of this kind of uh, gtan type of idea so that's a valid point no i guess uh, social entrepreneurship is something which i mean i guess a lot of celebrities also picked up on it there were a few in- interesting startups india based manufacturing startups which came up with these sanitizer uh, this things so i think people did do that of course you know on a scale perspective i think you know uh, an opportunity like covid a lot of uh, you know uh, retail brands pivoted to making uh, masks that was a good uh, good product extension the way no, i no 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 well, i'm talking guess... about something different i'm talking about something totally different so what i'm saying is that just imagine a set of people okay who are trained and they have the digital equivalent of a kirana store right except they have no inventory okay okay because okay. basically if somebody places an order there's drop shipping happening and the order reaches okay or yeah. they may have minimal inventory so they're not stocking any yeah. goods okay and okay. they're also doing uh, like financial literacy they're doing you know all this other outreach and all this kind of stuff then if there's a census mm-hmm. they're collecting data etc so there are many people paying them right mm-hmm. so this is not uh, this is a for profit enterprise this is not a not for profit mm-hmm. enterprise right so 
this is what i'm saying that now because this kind of need is not only in india now you can start with very mm. small you can build a prototype mm. for hardly anything you can test it out and this brings me to the other point of uh, government as an enabler and not a doer okay uh so this is another interesting uh, thing but i'll come back to this government as an enabler not a doer a little later because let's see if there are some questions and maybe in one of the questions we can cover that yeah yeah definitely definitely so astha does that answer your question um so bet yes but what i was getting at was uh, we are currently trying to enable people in the tech sector but we are missing out in the human equivalence front like if we need people to do gtan kind of stuff we need to train people for that and i think we are missing out on those skills that so is why the employability factor we are too tech focused lower. basically and that's yeah. what uh-huh. i was saying no 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 tech so 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 i think we are too absolutely you know, software yeah, yeah. focused tech can also include skills like mechanical and civil engineering no no so yeah. one of the things i mentioned earlier asa was this thing about life skill certificate okay where the 10th class pass course right so uh you know i uh, so in uh, 1990 uh i was in thailand and as far back as that right and uh, uh, so i was visiting a british oxygen factory uh where they use oxygen for welding and all that kind of stuff so they also make welding equipment so they were basically everything was uh, in thai because uh, most of the thai people know thai uh, and they can speak it uh, they can read it uh, but they don't can't necessarily write it okay uh, so but that's all they needed right so for an entry level job and ojt on the job training uh these people and they were so productive right like uh, these guys who were at the factory the british people said that they had a scale where they would measure how productive a welder is um relative to a british welder and the thai welders were about 30% more productive than a british welder wow and they were cheaper okay. right so we you know we made this whole thing about skill development like a massive exercise when actually for entry level jobs and learning all the time see because suppose you work a 40 hour shift and let's say we have three shift working you know so we can employ so many people right uh, in there now if these people uh, work 40 hours uh, and then they work 20 hours on learning if they are motivated right and they have at that same facility so they stay in dorms like you would in a college uh, but they are actually working the dorms are near the manufacturing facility or wherever their jobs are okay and there is distance education facilities which are available there uh, so they can and if then they have to visit a site for some physical training and all they can do that and they can come out with a degree and then get into a better job so uh, this chinese model 
was that people from 16 to uh, 25 or so uh, could be in these kind of programs and if you cross 25 you had to leave this program right then because by that time there were fresh people coming in and by then you should have done something to move on to the next level right so this is entirely Ten possible years. you know huh. so you know so the basic thing what i'm trying to say is that uh, don't make the problem more complicated than it needs to be right so all you like this ojt so you know like you if you say ki i have to train somebody to learn english right forget about coding you know just learning english mm-hmm. is very hard right like there are so many people in india who don't know english but they know bhojpuri or malayalam or kannada or this thing or whatever and if you even further limited to saying hey you don't need to write the stuff all you need to do is uh, speak it and be able to read it then you lowered the bar for employability so does that answer your question asa yeah actually lnt does this kind of in a way so they say our policies they have this yeah but this has to be a national program yeah so this has to be a national program like i said you know you need a 10th class pass course right and then if you say i will uh, i have these plug and play facilities i have these dorms mm. i have the manpower then you have an unbeatable combination uh, who will not come to india <laughs> everybody will come you know there will be private investment from indian companies and from foreign companies see like one stock that i have just decided <coughs> to buy is a stock called madasan sumi because they have some five year vision which seemed very good to me now i don't know whether they'll be able to do it or not but they're a manufacturing company right and they have plants all over the world right so there are companies like this you know this atmanirbhar stuff pli etc etc so we just need to take it to a further level and this is what i was saying is this india for prosperity movement right because just imagine if there were like a million youth who were connected and one of the people from that youth said you know here is my plan for jobs okay or of five ten of them got together and said here is our plan and then like you have wikipedia or something the rest of the people are ported it downward and whatever i this is not my <laughs> i don't understand all this too well but you know you got a document which was pretty good and uh, now do you think any government can ignore this if there are million youths saying you know um, look uh, we need a response of this why can't this happen like happened in india against corruption okay but now you could take anything like you could say you know why aren't our government schools as good as private schools why don't we have jobs for all what is the plan for this you know mm. and and just ask various questions right like so how, like i have i'm a kind of an expert on um, fintech right uh, so i have this again on my website i have this model which can end poverty in the world not alleviate poverty end poverty okay mm-hmm. now i actually made this presentation uh, in clubhouse uh, where there were people from america people from europe 
and some people from india uh you know so like you know in the early part of the stock i was talking about how i was one of the thinkers around uh, disrupting payments i now feel that credit can be disrupted and that's such a huge opportunity by disrupted what i mean is that uh, giving credit at say 4% above inflation for unsecured loans and 2% above inflation for secured loans can be profitable and there is no restriction because i'm talking about p2p lending and p2p insurance uh, and a different model where there's a platform which just charges a membership fee so there's no net interest margin and stuff like that right so so what i'm saying is that uh, many people are reimagining things you know and that's the beauty of what's happening today like even in healthcare i've been attending certain sessions where people are saying why can't we reimagine healthcare where we pay the system the healthcare system to keep people healthy instead of paying them when they get sick right now this may seem like a small paradigm shift but it's a major paradigm shift right <laughs> you know it could change the whole thing so there's work going on on this you know and like you know some of these opportunities can uh, like indian entrepreneurs can do them you know why not and these entrepreneurs need not come from just startups you know they can be intrapreneurs also like because a lot of uh, companies they face massive threats right like city bank for instance uh, actually i didn't say the story but uh, i was quite senior and my boss's boss presented this idea to the board at city bank in the summer of 98 okay and the board liked the idea but they said how do we do this you know because we are not organized for this kind of stuff and they also said that if payments become free then it's going to cannibalize our earnings so they said let's not do this we won't be the first movers we'll watch and you know and then i decided to leave but uh, if uh, they had actually created a startup or funded that then you know city bank could have done what uh, paypal did and city bank uh, today is a 120 billion dollar company while paypal is a 250 billion dollar company right so these are very strategic mistakes that large companies make so some of these things like the people who could come to this uh, do this harvard course and join the ccdi group could actually be people who are working in large companies but part of a r&d department or something which is thinking of tomorrow right so it doesn't have to be uh, just first time entrepreneurs Uh, uh can i can i just put in yeah, a couple yeah, of yeah. points yeah 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 please go on okay so uh you know um, a lot of the points already got uh, addressed but um i wanted to comment on the person who was talking about his idea uh, for tier 2 tier 3 cities etc right and you know if um so i think the key thing is whatever your idea might be right the good thing is that 
if you think of it properly and you try it out in a small area and see does it even succeed in that small area right so mm-hmm. you know like that's your india for you right yep. so let's say you've taken a little little geographic area in indore because you live in indore right and you say that okay i'm trying to do this in indore okay does it even succeed in this little patch of indore because if it doesn't succeed in this little patch of indore what makes me believe it will succeed in all the tier 2 and tier 3 cities right and the good thing about trying it in a small lab area is that you can pivot you can change very quickly right because the cost of change is very limited to that geography right so that's one of the things the other thing i was uh, you know i was uh, wanting to elaborate a little bit on the kirana store idea because i think that's a brilliant idea because basically there's a need for like if you look at every human being they go to the nearest kirana shop to buy their sabun tel whatever right dal etc there's a need for people to buy their mutual fund buy um uh get messages from the government give messages to the government and i'm now mixing a whole bunch of things right these are goods and services the goods may be buying from amazon i know that my mother does not know how to buy something from amazon but if she went to a digital kirana store which is actually a human being right and said i want to buy a black cardboard box from amazon right help me right so here is where the digital kirana store becomes really useful right so now can you try this digital kirana store idea in one little geography it may work it may not work if it works in that geography like sanjay was suggesting one uh, digital kirana store in every polling booth but does it work in five polling booths if it doesn't work in five polling booths and no one is using this service then maybe either you're doing something wrong or you you need to revise or maybe it's a bad idea right so to go back to what divansh was saying try it out in a small area first mm. no great great point sanita and i'm so glad that you joined us because uh, no i have a wh- little more a little more aastha you can no no i want you to also cover one other thing i yes. want to cover i no i i yeah. what i really wanted to so i'm sanjay's wife actually and i also worked oh, with okay. paypal and i was okay i also worked with paypal and i was heading the yeah, data yeah i want you to group. cover your story ha huh? huh. no so and, and just, this is what because a lot of the questions uh, of the younger people seem to be underlay uh, there was an undercurrent of anxiety mm. unsurety like being unsure right like there was one person who said the 15 year old um, mm. uh, person i'm going to call him a child okay the 15 year old uh, youth okay yeah. uh, who 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 seems to be struggling trying to convince his parents right he seems yeah. very bright and he seems very convinced right yeah. so i think the main thing is that if the young people of today are really confident right mm. and they have no reason not to be confident because they have amazing stuff i mean look at the opportunities they have they can do free courses they can do paid courses e- even the paid courses are available so cheap like to be able to do a harvard course 
at 10000 rupees is an, an amazing opportunity mm. and if you don't want to pay for it you can do it for free right yeah you, you so, can apply for so, aid so, yeah you can apply for aid right you can learn amazing stuff for free but the key thing is do you have the confidence and the passion to do it right because if you don't have those then you're not going to go anywhere so i'll tell you and you may make mistakes so i spent you know 15 years teaching okay because my mother and father told me that teaching is a very noble profession and very good for women okay because you can manage your home whatever it was right and somehow or the other i fell for that nonsense okay i mean it's not nonsense but i fell for it okay and i got convinced and i went into teaching teaching was not my passion i did not enjoy it i did it but i don't think i was a rock star teacher you know then when we moved to the us i said look i don't want to keep teaching all my life i definitely want to do something and let me so i did a continuing education course not a degree course okay mm. a continuing education course in c++ okay mm. from columbia university i started working and then as my second job i actually joined x.com which later became paypal and i it so turned out that i started heading the data warehousing group of paypal which was the second which was at that time the second largest data warehouse in the world okay mm. i did not have a degree to vouch for that okay mm. i had what did i have with me i had passion for what i was doing mm. okay and i had a uh, hard work on my side and of course some other things too i was a good uh, manager of people i knew how to identify good people for the team etc etc but whatever it was right but what i'm saying today is no longer is it going to be important for you to show a degree to somebody mm. uh i mean it's still important for certain jobs like mm. i don't think you can become a consultant with mckinsey if you don't have an mba for example mm. right mm. but if you're not the kind who wants to do uh become a consultant for mckinsey and let's say you want to join a startup i think you should focus mm. on the skills that you want to learn without bothering about degrees and things just learn because the opportunity is there and if you really if you're learning out of passion you'll do it really well and if you're doing it really well people will recognize it whether you're a good designer you could be the best i mean you could be an amazing designer you know and the way i see it in india is lot of people are doing things everywhere like lots of people into design etc but very few people doing it with passion you know and if you want to be different and you do it with passion you will be better than the rest so you'll be india's best designer you know you'll be there that that's it for yeah me. yeah okay i i just want to sort of also segue into one other thing yeah uh, you know which is uh, that government as an enabler and not a doer uh Uh, so can i do that yeah yeah absolutely sir absolutely yeah. Yeah. okay okay so basically again you know uh, so one of the stories of paypal which is like amazing mm. uh, is that uh, early on 
so this is about 10 days after we launched uh, so maybe around 15th of december in 1999 uh, okay so we get a call or elon gets a call uh, from the federal reserve uh, and saying that the vice chairman of the fed who was an african american guy called roger ferguson is visiting the bay area and he would like to meet uh, the ceo of x.com okay uh, so um, uh, elon comes to me and says you know i don't know i got this call uh, why does the vice chairman of the fed wants to meet me right so you must come along because you are the only guy who knows banking or payments or whatever so i went along with elon for this meeting okay and we go for this meeting and the guy says uh, look i only have 10 minutes uh, so don't tell me what x.com is uh, because i've already opened an account and i've moved money and we almost fell off our chairs you're saying how does the vice chairman of the fed know that x.com exists first of all right because we are one out of 10000 startups elon is not famous at that point mm. you know so how does he even know that we exist right so then he said you must be wondering so basically we have some young people at the fed who are looking out for interesting companies mm. in the fintech space so one of them pointed out this company to me your company and i went back home and i registered and i opened an account and i moved money and sure enough when we went back we could see that he had moved so he said i don't need to know what you guys are doing now i we, i want to know why you started this company so elon said you know payments in the world suck we want to Uh, improve them sending money should always be free the minute he said sending money should always be free this guy pounced on it he said wow you know we've been trying to get the banks and credit card companies to do this for the last 20 years and they keep telling us it's not possible so you are going to face many challenges and many obstacles and things like that but it is wonderful that you are trying and i wish you a lot of luck and while this is off the record you can't quote it and now it's many years so i can quote it i guess mm-hmm. um but uh the uh thing is remember you have a friend in washington mm-hmm. okay end of meeting mm-hmm. okay now you know just imagine we are entrepreneurs right mm-hmm. so we are like oh we have a friend in washington <laughs> oh okay right nice <laughs> right uh, now what does this friend in washington do for us so companies like paypal were allowed to operate without a license for 2 years you know and america is very much like india you know getting a license in america is damn tough you know because you have to get licenses as a money transmitter in 48 states separately in each state okay it's very expensive which paypal did just before it ipo okay now if a startup had to do that it would have died you know there is no way a startup could do that okay so the thing is that it is no it is not chance that uh, america is very leading in innovation the same thing has happened with bitcoin right now that bitcoin is becoming big and all that you know america is regulating you know like paypal has a license from the new york authority to offer the thing but earlier they were saying ha karne do there's no systemic risk that this thing is posing at this point so now let's come to india okay so 
if so again on my website there is a thing called mission 25 delhi which is a two page note okay now what does this mission 25 delhi uh, say is it basically says that let us get consultants like so the government of delhi floats a tender to get some of the best consultants in the world to apply right to uh, build a road map for delhi to become say a 750 billion or some number right 500 billion economy the union territory of uh, delhi and accomplish very many social goals like no poverty healthcare for all no slums good urban environment you name it right so this whole concept of what manmohan singh had said at one point in time that mumbai will be like shanghai and wo kabhi kuch nahi hua pratibha patel had said india will be slum free and kuch nahi hua uh, and you know now people say that modi is this 5 trillion it's all a jhumla you know whatever right but now if you say i'm serious about this right i get this consulting firm and the consulting firm is paid a small retainer and then paid on the outcomes okay now this consulting firm will act as a bridge between world class entrepreneurs and the government of delhi because what is the thing that uh, world class entrepreneurs uh, what is the toughest problem for a world class entrepreneur okay uh, what do you think it is well and maybe anyone else in the room what do you think is it raising money is it forming a team uh, or something else it's definitely i mean uh, i think it's overcoming regulation because i'm also in a startup and we say we face some uh, you know regulation over hmm. yeah hmm. okay what else there's something else that i'm trying to get at i think it's reaching reaching out to people and understanding what the role you want hmm okay so when you become uh, a world class you kind of lose touch with the roots yeah i'm here mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think? Uh okay. So let me no uh, any else there's one other very important thing. It's related to this make billions serve millions. I guess mm-hmm. the people the the labor I would say human capital. No, it's a it's a critical mass, right? The critical mass mm-hmm. of users. Mm-hmm. Right? So so now when you're saying uh, so this talks about uh using delhi as a lab now why is delhi such a great lab for a world class entrepreneur because it's so dense right there's so many people here right so even if i get one third of delhi right i will probably have 5 million people 5 million users right for my product and if the government is enabling and they say ki theek hai i will give you a license you have to have 500 crores of capital minimum and this could be some small startup which has been doing something some big companies indian foreign they form a consortium like is happening for this new umbrella entity which will compete with npci in payments so i don't know how many people are aware of this but there's this rbi thing which basically said why should npci have a monopoly on payments yeah it's not good it's And yeah. even right now, Amazon and ICICI Bank have tied up together, and they have launched their, you know, what you can say, NCU, NU, sorry, NUE, NUE, the new NUE. umbrella entity. Yeah. yeah. 
so, so i mean this is aligning with what you are actually saying exactly so also the government of uttar pradesh now i don't know what happened with us but the government of uttar pradesh actually has floated the standard for the consulting company okay to make uttar pradesh a 1 trillion dollar economy i had read a news item on this and i said wow but now what has happened after that i don't know like kuch hua ki nahi hua or this was just something which happened and you know uh it went away right so if we even had 25 smart cities project <laughs> yeah, yeah no but you know see this is again what i'm trying to say is that uh, what anita and me because we work very closely together uh is uh, that we want to try and give people starting points to think about so i have this term i want to kindle a flame in your hearts right chingari right because if i kindle flames in like let's say the colleges of india you know because when i was in iit you know we used to have these bullshit sessions you know sometimes we were talking about girls if we were boys but you know other times we were talking about you know marxism or we were talking about you know because we were talking about anything a bridge you know changing the world blah 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 so we used to have all these bull sessions right i'm sure they happen now also right so some of these bull sessions you know if people start saying yeah let us you know uh, come together and you know do this india for prosperity thing why not right because anything positive in this world or revolutionary has come from the youth and the colleges look at arab spring look at uh, hong kong you know so many movements or anything even in america right like when the youth demand something it's impossible to resist and i am very much against this rail roko rasta roko candlelight march ye wo because there are so many better ways to do this yeah just use digital yeah so can can i just butt in over here because um, so i think look we keep talking about the dalit vote bank the sikh vote bank the hindu vote bank whatever the farmer vote bank right what about the youth vote bank you know so now um, if you think about it uh, if the youth form on a platform someone creates this platform and it's very simple to create this digital vote bank of young people and you don't have to limit it only to young people it's just been started by young people okay which says we are young people who demand outcomes okay and obviously if the number of young people is just 5000 on that it's not going to make a difference right but now if there are millions of people and you make some videos that viral demanding prosperity prosperity means just a better india right better sanitation jobs for all uh, no malnourishment whatever the, the things may be whatever appeals to, clean air to breathe etc it's it's your right to breathe clean air it's your right to have a clean city right so now if you say that we are a vote bank and we are millions of people who've come together who say that we want outcomes nobody will ignore you they cannot ignore you so you don't have to rail roko rasta roko candle line march kuch nahi karne ka hai you just have to club together and become a vote bank now obviously this is our thinking 
if young people apply their minds, they'll come up with a better idea, right? But how do you show your power to demand outcomes? So related to this, the Builders Club, right? Yeah. Now, if you looked at this as an idea, saying how much pain is there in electing good leaders is there's a huge amount of pain. There is a huge amount of need. This is a global need. This is not an Indian need, right? So how can you come up with a solution? Okay. For, so like earlier, there was paper balance. Then there was EVM. Hmm? Now, can you think about digital elections? Totally digital, like proof of vote instead of proof of work in Bitcoin. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to do this, but like, I mean, these are like the young guys, they should know how to do this, right? So, so this whole thing of what Anita is talking about, how can many voting blocks be created? Not only the youth voting block, but it can be the Kisan voting block, the other voting blocks. Political parties can come on. Good people can come on, right? There could be many stakeholders in this. So this is the way uh, world-class entrepreneurs think. Uh, you know, uh, the, the thing. Uh, but what we had done was we created this demo video saying, is bar sahi MLA chuno? And what should your mang be? Uh, right? Aapki paanch mange kya honi chahiye? Or do haat se tali bachti hai? Ki, like, you should vote. Uh, give me a vote, but also give me a note. Yeah. So how many people are involved in the political process here? Yeah. Right? Because, see, this is crazy. You know, there are many structural problems in India. Uh, so what you have is uh, that uh, if grassroots funding is not there, then obviously Adani, Ambani, you know, whoever else will fund. And then or if people put their own money, then they're going to look for a return on investment. Na? So how do you expect the system to work here? Right? It's not going to work. Right? So people have to think about this. You know, and this part of uh, if you want a great country, there may be some sacrifices you have to make. Like you have to pay your GST honestly. Maybe your property taxes will rise uh, because you want great, good cities. You don't want to die because you fell into a pothole. Uh, you know, you don't want dengue and chikungunya and all those kind of things, then it's going to cost you something. You know? So people have to think about this, you know, what kind of trade-offs. But anyway, uh, let's get back to the questions if there are any and then maybe, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, just for the introduction part, like, uh, I was very happy when I listened that you are recommending people hereby to read Gita because I myself has been reading Gita for past 11 years and the fun fact is whenever I read Gita I came come to discover something new something entirely new which I've never read before in the Gita okay and I don't know why this is so and also my take on reading Gita is that most of the people uh, you know like go with the wrong approach they consider, before even con uh, reading Gita, they used to consider that Gita is just a conversation between a god and a human being. So, with that mindset, they never come to understand the essence of Gita, what uh, Krishna is trying to tell you. 
about his journey from getting born in jail and making a dungeon at Dwarka. So I think there is where the gap is. But anyways, like, uh, so my question is that right now we are building a platform named RapperBuild and on our platform we are converting resumes into resumes into report cards such mm-hmm. that we can quantify the qualitative skill sets of uh, candidates and we can re- present those figures to the recruiters which uh, indirectly saves a lot of time for them and helps them in taking better decisions okay so uh, right now we are initially focused just on IT sector and maybe in future we can expand our horizons to non-technical recruitments as well as of now we have gained 3k plus users and we are in talks with 68 enterprises who are ready to onboard whenever we do our market launch so my question to you is that are we a good fit to go for a pre-seed fundraising in the market and if we are then what should be our move how should we pursue it yeah so i'm going to give you very many options right so uh, you got to decide which one is the right one for you but i'm going to start with the one that uh, you know so so if you and the key members of your team or just you if you are the CEO or whatever, uh, then uh, you should do this course, the Harvard course, okay? And then you should join our Slack group, okay? Then, because one of the things is, like, for instance, I would have never got into IIT if I uh, had not gone to Agarwal classes. Agarwal classes were these classes in Mumbai, which are still there, which are quite good. Uh, now, of course, there are quota and all that, but this Agarwal classes was there, right? So I I needed that coaching. Otherwise, man, I would not have gotten into IIT because the Sindhya school thing was not, you know, we hadn't even covered half of the things which are there in the JE. Okay. Right. So, so the thing is that one of the things that I plan to do for people who, uh, but before I go there, I, I'm saying like any startup now, if you think about your startup saying, okay, you have a beachhead. Like you said, the IT sector, you have an idea. You're going to solve that need. That's perfect. But then if you're saying, okay, I'm now going to become global and I'm going to like expand on three geographies. One is customer, three axes. One is customer, the other is product, and the third is geography. Okay, and I'm going to really build this huge thing, right? And you can put a vision together right? A pitch together. And people like me can coach on that. Now, the thing is that there is, again, on my website, a thing linked to something called the Village Global Accelerator. Okay? Okay. So, this basically gives you, uh, takes, uh, gives you $150,000 for 7% of your company. Okay? Okay. So, this is, in fact, even pre-seed Right, you could be just an individual with a great idea, right? Technically, but that will be really hard to sell. But if you are uh, like like you seem to be in a very good position, so like Y Combinator or Village Global or things like that, or in India there's something called Hundred Hundred X VC. Then there's something called FAFC. 
you know, first check and all those kind of things. So there are many options, right, that you wanted. But why is Village Global a great option? Because apart from this, uh, first of all, they only take 12 or so companies in a year. So they have a cohort thing. So there are different companies trying to solve different problems. So just the benefit of interacting with a brilliant cohort is amazing. Okay. So that's number one. But the, uh, apart from that, uh, you know, the people who are involved in this are Reid Hoffman, Bill Gates, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos, etc. So you will get access to them. Right. right. Now people will say, access? why should I need access to these people? Right? But you do need it, you know, because they are amazing people. I mean, like, you know, if you get an hour with them, with your business plan, <laughs> and, you know, you are presenting it, it will change your whole mindset, you know, right. and you will you know, probably end up doing amazing things, you know. So, uh, so this is what, see, I don't want to blow my trumpet, but the basic thing that is there is that, you know, the fact that I've done things like PayPal and all uh, means that I could probably be a decent coach for someone. But I will not coach people who don't do this course, right? Because I need to see that you're coachable and that you're willing to put in the effort uh, to uh, do this and learn and you value this. Okay, so you think it's Pesa Vasu, right. right? Right. So this is a message to you as well as to other people, as well as to entrepreneurs and everything. If you are trying to do something like just very quick comments on your thing uh, is that, look, you know, if you say that I want to generally solve a problem for employers, okay, that they get good employees, Right. Very simply. Right. Right. And I want to cover every opportunity that there is. Right. Correct. Okay. So, so now uh, later on, like we were talking about this life skill certificate, this, that, and the other, and, you know, so if you look at, uh, you know, like Nokri is doing this job hair thing, there was a Baba jobs, there were lots of things. Right. So, you got to understand your space really well. You got to document it and say, ha, theke. we have identified this as our sweet spot, but nobody is really looking at this other thing in a really good way. And we are going to connect people and build this and have this amazing thing where I'm going to build a mode because my model is uh, of such that I'm not going to charge a lot. I'm going to uh, like build critical mass. And then I'm going to charge and whatever. And then, you know, if you manage to get into the village global cohort, then it will open all kinds of doors for you, right? You will be able to raise your follow on round. You will be able to do whatever, right? So money will never be a problem. And then recruitment also, right? See, the toughest thing is for, uh, so one I said is critical mass. The other is also recruiting rock stars to your team. Right. You know, uh, and uh, being very selective in finding I them, recruiting them. Yeah. That's, uh, that is a bigger problem than bringing money to the startups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. And see, see, I was just talking with one startup, actually. 
uh, you know, where, um, so I asked a very simple question to these people. I said, you know, you're doing this, right? You're telling me this is a very big idea or whatever. Okay. I have just one question for you. In five years, so this particular thing had been bootstrapped and all that, and they had done a little bit of this thing. It was valued at a very small amount, 3.4 crores, okay, okay. Uh, in the thing, right? They had 17 million, oh, like 17 lakh shares outstanding at 20 rupees a share. Okay, so 3.4 crores. Okay. okay, so I asked them, I said, in five years, okay, what do you think is the probability that you're going to be uh, a thousand crore company, market cap, right? Right. So they've hummed and hawed, whatever. But, you know, now let's say they were, so that this is going to go 300x. And the problem that they were asking me was that, so one guy was the CEO, the other guy was a person coming in like a co-founder type of thing. But this person was very good technically, uh, but didn't have any capital. So the, this person was offering 10%, you know, for this thing. Now, uh, I was telling this technical guy that this is probably a great deal for you. Because if you uh, believe that you're going to build a thousand crore company, then this thing is going to go up 300x. So if you're getting options at 20 rupees, and you're getting, say, 10% of the company, which is like 180,000 shares, then this 20 rupees will become 6,000 rupees if there's no dilution. You can assume dilution um, if you're going to raise institutional money and whatever. But so this uh, thing uh, will become like 90 crores. Okay. So, you know, what are you thinking about? Right, like if you want to, like it's a fabulous opportunity, right? Uh, this person should actually be giving you less than ten percent because the guy was wanting more, right? So there are like these very very simple things, like right? saying that uh, you know that uh, like I was giving the example of how I negotiated in PayPal. So at that time, the salary was fixed, right? If you are a VP, this is going to be your salary. In Silicon Valley, it was known. And if you try to say, no, no, in Citibank, I was getting so much and therefore I must get, I'll take a 20% pay cut, but I can't take more. You know, this is rubbish. Uh, then they know that you don't understand this thing at all. <laughs> it, it'll be end of story, right? Okay. So I knew that I can't negotiate for salary because what pay cut I take and all is not a concern. Okay, now... The thing is, I got to negotiate for equity because why am I joining this startup? I'm joining the startup because I think we're going to build a rocket ship, you know, and mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing. Now, sometimes you may not build that rocket ship, fine, but then that's the opportunity, you know, it's the thing. So, this thing of, uh, and like this Barosa Club thing that I did, I tried to do this with things and I found great difficulty. Uh, and maybe I'm not a very good CEO or a good recruiter or whatever in there. But, uh, you know, I I just didn't find people with the passion, with the ability. And therefore, we struggled for a while. Uh, now, 
that my son has come in and maybe he will find the right people and you know whatever and maybe he will make it a big company uh, who knows yeah. right okay. uh, but those are the kind of things that i think you have to figure uh okay and uh, one more question i have is that uh i mean is there is there a way around to be a part of your slack community uh, i mean if the course is time consuming and if i right now want to be the part of the group i mean i'm just no no so see see the thing is this on this uh, course okay. okay so this is another interesting thing okay so there are two questions people have asked me one is i can't afford the course <laughs> that i have no sympathy for because if you can't afford yeah. the course uh, and you're I trying to build a big company course, ha, no I then you know there is no no <laughs> so the time thing is also very interesting so for instance you know i found the course so interesting that i slept maybe 3 hours at night 4 hours and that was adequate sleep for me hmm. uh in there but i finished the course in 4 days okay okay uh this they say it's 8 weeks or something like that right uh, so you can learn it's very nice i mean uh, ha you can learn at your own pace okay but the thing was you know no, i don't no, know let me you... let me just tell you i did the course okay it's a bunch of videos and there's a lot of reading material Okay. okay but actually if you listen to the videos very carefully and it's all case study method okay, okay. the videos are short so there'll be some video will be 10 minutes some will be uh, 20 yeah. minutes or something on an average right? they are of 15 yeah, minutes yeah 15 minutes exactly but if you can get the essence from the videos right and the videos are amazing so watching a bunch of videos is not time consuming you can be going for a walk and listening to a video right because there's nothing to watch you're listening actually it's almost like a podcast so i think uh, you don't need to do all the reading material and all that right because okay. to get the certificate you need to do the videos and you can get a lot from the videos because you learn from those cases and then answer the questions okay the questions are uh, very simple very simple so everybody will pass if you've seen the videos okay now on topics that interest you you can go into the reading material and things like that because one or two of the topics really interested me and i've saved uh, links to those uh, to the material and i said i'm going to go and read them i still haven't gotten back to read them but i will. yeah and i think the course material is available to you once you've paid it's available uh, yeah right? so you can ha uh, so you could go and do that at, uh, yeah so i would suggest that you do that take the time out uh, you know because one of the things i found is uh, like you always make time for things that you find interesting yeah. no and i and have a button button over here is i i i want to button over here is that uh, you know uh, so sanjay and me we think very differently okay and he is clearly a more strategic thinker a disruptive thinker etc okay uh but i have to say one thing that thinking disruptively can be taught because i have seen the change in my thinking after i have started understanding certain things and approaching them in a different fashion right and that's what this course tries to do actually yeah Uh, no and you know yeah i mean we have a indian proverb for this if you live with monkey you learn to do somersaults 
so it's kind of like that only yep. yeah and also you know the other thing is that uh, so again on my website you know we have this resources section so there was another huge set of videos okay which uh, uh, are the sam altman videos the y combinator thing on how to start a startup okay okay so those also are very nice right so now for instance anita and me we are doing a another course you know spending time on uh, understanding your market understanding your competition etc lot of startups they neglect this part you know they're just in a hurry saying yaar isko out karo khatam karo ye land grab you know all this kind of stuff it's not necessary you know like again if the geeta you are mentioning you know just be chilled you know absolutely absolutely you know just do the right thing yeah, you know absolutely. and nobody will be able to beat you you know absolutely. you will do really well so that's what i would say is that uh, so why do i insist on this course is because then our wavelengths can match because otherwise i will be transmitting on fm you will be receiving on am you know uh, yeah i got it that's a hmm but i think there there can be i mean there could be some other criterias as well for evaluating a candidate on basis of the wavelength frequency and matching i mean yeah yeah no but i do simple stuff no i i i just do simple things like earlier there were lots of people who wanted to meet me uh, and young people so i said how do i filter this i, I want to put a filter right. I said, okay, you know, I go for a walk at six o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I live in Arkepuram, whatever. So, if you send me a mail, which is interesting, and you're ready to go with me on this walk at six o'clock in the morning, uh, then I will meet you. And I can tell you that out of maybe fifty people, there were probably three people who uh, did that. Right. you know a lot of other people are like rubbish people yeah they they're not prepared to put in work mm. you know i, I don't want to yeah. deal with those people mm. you know Absolutely. i agree you know because if you right if you say ki yaar main to late sota hu or you know i get up late and all i don't care yeah i mean yeah, exactly you know, that could be enough <laughs> yeah. if you want to make it you make it otherwise you yeah. leave it <laughs> yeah No, no, I'm not saying so. Harsh, you know, do this course and do this other thing only if you feel it's worth it, because there are several other choices for you, right? So, right. you know, think it through carefully. You are the entrepreneur. Right. You know, you have to make the decision. You know, right. so, uh, so that is the kind of thing that you can apply to this village global without joining my Slack, right? right. Now that you know about it, right? So uh, if you think I you mean, can do it, yeah, uh, go ahead. Just a single opportunity which you told me, right? But if I be a part of your Slack group, then maybe you can, uh, you know, introduce me to several similar opportunities. I mean, no. Apart from that, you're very right, and you're thinking the right way because it's not only that, right? So I want a lot of youth who may never want to do a startup, okay, but okay. they may want to join a startup. okay which is doing amazing stuff like i did right 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 so so like many people who are listening and if they later listen to this podcast or whatever 
if they decide to do this course just imagine right let's say you uh, want to join mckinsey okay or something right and you basically do this course and say i want to work with startups you know you have a startup practice or i want to work with uh, large companies which are facing disruption you have a disruption practice you know i have done this course in addition to some of the other stuff that i've done all right chances are mckinsey will hire you you know or if i wanted people to uh, join my startup uh, okay if there were many youth who are joining the slack group uh, then i know that they've done this course you know so automatically there's some filtering right, right. so right. one of my most successful things which i have done, uh, did in uh, siri bank way back in 1985 was uh when i was running this business which got 96% market share and that's an amazing story it's there on my youtube channel you can listen to it if you want uh the basic thing was i made every single person in my team i bought them this book called passion for excellence by a guy called tom peters and i gave that book to everybody and i said you got to read this book and then our meetings and everything were based on learnings from that book because now we were speaking a common language okay and i can't tell you how useful that was in running that business and growing it you know so this whole business of how because you know when in your team if you get two three rotten people now you're done yeah yeah you know uh, yeah yeah you have to have uh, homogeneity you have to have people who are rowing on the same board you know the same direction and that's like really tough you know right yeah is it all right if i ask the question yeah 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 please uh yeah so so um uh thank first of all uh, thank you uh, uh sir for like um for giving that talk and all of these questions i mean they've been really helpful so uh, thank you for taking the time to do that um the second thing is um so when i was reading about paypal um one of the things i read was that they had used this to to gain a network effect right um they had used the they'd used money to distribute to their users and they'd paid their users to refer their friends and so forth to bring them onto a platform and use them uh my question is say for example if you have uh, an application that is like a marketplace for example what kind of, and you haven't raised like capital yet and you don't have the funds to actually go and pay users to refer each other do you have any advice on trying to develop the network effect pre-funding yeah yeah so so one of the things i think which anita mentioned is very relevant uh so if you take a very small geographic area probably very near your startup and you say this is my universe okay and you try and capture market share in that universe right so you know then you can show that i've got now if i got funding then i will capture market share in a bigger universe right it's a very sellable story uh, but if you can't capture market share in that universe which is small uh then you have to ask yourself questions and i can tell you again from a paypal stories that it is so hard you know because you make all kinds of assumptions 
and those assumptions turn out wrong and if you don't go in and actually understand your user by sitting with them talking with them you know so we said okay we are going to focus on ebay powersell now we had so many conversations with power sellers visiting them trying to see what do they do so then we found out that there was something called turbo lister that these guys used so this was in the early days of the internet so this was an offline tool now there was no way we could get access to this offline tool because it was an ebay provided offline tool uh so now how do these people put their payment like the paypal payment mark on their listing uh right because they are listing thousand items a day now you know we may have the best product but if we don't solve this particular little problem uh the power sellers are not going to use it so we came up with a brilliant solution for this particular thing which was we'll get the power users to give us their passwords uh and then we'll write a bot uh and remember this is early days right so writing bots and all is not that common but we had a great technical team so they would write that thing and you know they would not crash the ebay site and uh, these uh, payment marks would be put so then i was heading product at that time so you know one of the questions was uh, nobody will give their password because remember this is again uh, very um, early days of the internet so we said let's just talk to 20 parcel because we are in touch with them right and right. 18 of them said that they will give their password you know end of discussion okay right. so so these are the kind of things that when you were doing this uh, you know you figure out things you solve problems you don't need a lot of capital raising capital is a problem if you raise too much capital and then you have this tendency to try and spend it uh but be careful you know don't raise capital that you don't need and don't um, raise honestly, capital honestly i think uh, the way paypal did it worked for its time and for the amount of money that we had raised but i don't yeah. think too many uh funders would be happy with that model today yeah they're better model ten dollars and five dollars like, and you know for referral yeah. and things yeah. so like oh, i mean yeah sure it's okay yeah so word of mouth you know satisfied users uh you know all those kind of things um you know so you can figure out various models like social media like you know people say ki yeah, okay i will figure out you know now now they're very interesting companies uh i haven't used them myself but you know, i actually invest in one of them uh which is a listed company called affle a f f l e uh maybe they work with larger users or whatever not startups but they have this model which they do as cost per converted user so it's not cost per impression it's not cost per click it's not this thing but it's cost per converted user and it's all on mobile right so they have some platform and it's you know to me it seemed very intriguing and uh, since i bought the stock it's up like 87% i just bought it in august so i'm quite happy but you know that's a separate story uh and maybe it'll crash uh but uh, you know so there are so many of these very interesting things which are going on uh so you know uh Uh, be innovative and don't necessarily use 
uh, you know capital then throw capital at the problem uh see if you can solve it even at a smaller scale uh without capital yeah i i agree um so like what we were doing is um so we so obviously with our marketplace it's um we so we built the first uh, remote uh, jobs marketplace that has the full solution so from before hiring before even finding the candidate to during the communications and after hiring and so forth um so what we were doing initially was we were just giving away like extended free trials and so forth to our early adopters and so forth um and uh, they they did uh, seem to enjoy it um one of the things that we faced actually is because when i was building it i i didn't actually know any f- like front end like react like frameworks and stuff so i used like a very like it, the website looked kind of clunky but it had all the core functionality in it and i wanted to ask um so one of the things i'm doing is just trying to like make the design better and so forth so how do you balance between trying to get new users and um trying to make your product better at the same time yeah no so again you know if you uh, limit your marketplace and so on so forth so your target of getting new users is like relatively small uh but getting your product right and again these are not i mean you got to like everybody i i can't give you like uh, this is my take my bias uh so i always like to get a good product you know not necessarily the best best product but it should be at least 80% good you know um in there uh and especially your ux ui and everything uh it needs to be good because that's the face of your company um in there and uh, you need to invest in that um but you're right i mean if it kind of works you may improve it later uh so there is no hard and fast rule on this uh but yeah you know so and also look at uh, things like freelance like uh, so when i was talking about this india for prosperity movement i said you know let me just do a little bit of a kit so i spent 275 dollars and i got logos designed and uh, you know all these things on instagram twitter blah 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 whatever Right. right stationery uh, and things like that and there was a lady from morocco who did it for me like on fiber uh so you know there are lots of these little little hacks which are there you know a lot of saas companies uh etc where you can do amazing stuff for very very little money uh and there you know okay so yeah okay that's awesome uh the only final thing i would like to ask is a uh, can i connect with you on linkedin <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure yeah but like i said if you want to have detailed conversations you have to join my slack group sure. i can give you this general 5 minute gyan anytime but you know <laughs> <laughs> awesome uh thank you so much uh, i really appreciate uh, i really appreciate the advice thank you yeah thank you thanks a lot rog for asking that question just uh, may i go next yeah yeah please go Hi, hi, Sanjay sir. Uh, Vishal, this side. Uh, yeah, hi, Vishal. Yeah, J- just a quick thirty to forty second background yeah, up, yeah, so yeah. that the question makes little more uh, sense. Uh, I had actually two questions, but I'll go with the more important question, which is more philosophical and personal. Uh, I'm right now twenty six, single child, raised by a single mother. Uh, while in IIM days, I did a startup. I was twenty back then. Uh, was working in handyman services we were three co-founders 
but all three of us had different priorities one wanted to go on exchange one was involved in fairy tale of saga i was more as in i wanted to i was like i'll i'll do everything but i i honestly was not so much sticking at that time that leave the studies and do it all together now one of the co-founder was a very close friend and uh, is like a support system after my mom we have discussed couple of ideas in last 5 to 6 years but never executed on one on any of the idea since last 3 uh, months we have been working on one idea in audio content space uh, mm. i myself as a product manager have worked in the payment industry currently with payu was with paytm earlier uh, the thing is uh, uh, the, the sort of uh, efforts that i am putting in i don't get the same reciprocity in terms of the efforts from my uh co-founder this friend that i have told and his father is like a mentor to me and mm-hmm. he helps me a lot in, in terms of what i yeah. do he's a very senior industry stalwart so but your friend I, is uh, working somewhere or what what is he doing he he is a growth manager uh i i am a product manager so i thought that it's it's a no but you guys are not full time you're not full time right we are we are moonlighting for the time being we have ha uh, okay right right yeah, yeah, the yeah. product uh, okay so i i at times so i i wanted a different perspective on this problem because this is something which has started bothering me i at times feel that i like how well but trust around the neck so i my, yeah, my yeah. question is that uh, how lethal one should get to to get successful because i i am very sure of this idea if we mm. don't do this as in someone else would do it do it and i don't have any you know fear of failure this time if it fails it fails but i don't want to let it fail without trying fully so uh, my, my my thing is that how, how much one should what to to what extent one should go as in 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 terms of you know how lethal one should get to become successful and achieve her or his dreams as in this this is in general that I wanted to know. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, so I think you know the thing is this that uh, uh, it's very good to set out expectations, and if the expectations change, right, for whatever reason, uh, in there, uh, then be okay with the expectations changing. as long as the commitment is not changing right by that what i mean is that suppose you are moonlighting right so your friend uh maybe is committed or she is committed uh but the thing is that something happens at work the main work that they are doing etc which makes it very difficult for them or you know they're not feeling too well or something happens right where they or have the commitment level uh, the output level drops even though the commitment has not dropped right so you have to parse the problem right like saying what's happening now if the commitment level has dropped then you say get here like let's part ways we are friends remain friends uh, and uh, you know i'll find somebody else or whatever it is and you know you're not uh, part of this anymore um type of things it's very important to structure founder agreements correctly uh because uh you know very many things happen like you've had this experience already um so uh, you know how people exit they can exit uh they don't keep the equity with them uh if they have equity um because otherwise you'll run into a passive founder equity problem and stuff like that right so Uh, those things should be thought of and uh, structured 
but beyond that you know don't worry too much about this uh, equality thing you know like uh, because uh, it's okay like if one founder puts in a lot and the other founder doesn't and you know they might make up later when they become full time but again you know if your agreements are structured correctly uh, and if you end up being the lead person uh how you get rid of a person who's not performing uh is uh, always a challenge but it can be handled you know uh, very sensitively and stuff like that so i'll just give you an example like in this bharosa club for instance we had a team and the team wasn't being very functional uh so we almost closed down the startup uh but later we found that uh, what these 20 people were doing when we closed the offices and got rid of all these people uh anita and me were able to do it by simplifying the product and changing the technology a little bit uh and we were spending like 15 minutes a day what 20 people were doing we could do it in 15 minutes a day and maybe 4 or 5 hours at the month right so it's uh, you know for us it was a great learning experience i mean you know and like this company we ran it and it's it was earlier had a burn rate of 30 lakhs uh and then it was profitable we had a negative burn we have, so now our runway is infinite right because we have capital and we're not burning money because we aren't paying ourselves right so you know so it's quite incredible you know i i mean like for me this was a revelation no? i mean like you know these days the amount you can accomplish with very little capital yeah yeah uh is amazing got it so was that useful vishal yes uh i i try to get in touch with you on this like group after doing the course ओकेस्टल okay now what my thing is that anyone who's building a large enterprise and is following this model of i will build small first and then grow it uh they cannot follow a stealth strategy it is just impossible okay because once you are in the market everybody can see what the hell you are doing yeah right so stealth is not going to be your uh, differentiator right so for most so you know i am the right kind of slack group not for all startups okay but for startups who are trying to pursue this make billions by serving millions uh, model uh, they are trying to get ahead and build a moat not through stealth but through some kind of usp innovation something like that right then i'm a good coach and obviously i will not tell x person y person model or whatever but i will coach them independently right so uh, and the other aspect like i said in the slack group is 
to take the maximum advantage of the slack group you guys must interact with each other so one of the things that a lot of people who compete they make this mistake that they don't think that they can collaborate with their competitor that is a mistake because you can never own the space right at maximum there will be an oligopoly right uh, but you know you need like you just need a decent market share uh, in your space so sometimes actually collaborating with your competitors is not a bad idea so like you see uh, like elon musk again you know on tesla at some stage he opened all the patents for tesla right because he realized he was not competing with other electric car manufacturers he was competing with the ic manufacturers so opening up the patents meant more people will come into the fray and the ic guys will have a harder time and the move to electric cars will be great right so uh, so very counter intuitive but correct very interesting krish you can go next acha so uh, so yeah so my question was um, from the past 2 3 years i have been getting a lot of ideas about product related or even startup related i mean when i was 15 now i'm 17 it was on a monthly basis but mm-hmm. it, it has decreased thoda thoda uh, but mm-hmm. uh, right now i have settled with something about building a startup but uh, over those uh, two years ka span mein uh, matlab itna sara i was thinking a lot of ideas then uh, when i got better ideas i had to drop off those ideas and the cycle continued for so long now i am settled on something so mm. is it healthy for me like me or for someone else uh, to drop off ideas like this and or even if that person is coming up with such ideas so what is your point of view on that Yeah, yeah so i think uh, you know from what you're saying probably you are mm-hmm. the right person for a disruptive innovator right like because you're getting too many ideas you know yeah. and uh, yeah so that's great okay uh, but uh, the thing is that uh, uh, you know you have to sift your ideas uh, and one way of trying to do that is trying to be your own devil's advocate saying which is the easiest idea out of all these ideas and the criteria that you may use may be very different right so it's not necessarily the difficulty of execution of the idea because mm-hmm. sometimes an idea which is very difficult to execute may be the best idea so i so if i was doing this because i also am a little like you i guess i get too many ideas okay mm-hmm. so i can get an idea on elections i can get an idea on healthcare i can get an idea on you know whatever right but mm-hmm. i have managed to control it in the sense that and now i'm not even going to be a practitioner right so it's a separate issue so i can write my idea up in a page and mm-hmm. uh, send it to other people right because my thing is okay if i am not going to do it let somebody do it great the world will benefit okay uh so 
this brings me to another point that you know uh, what i have seen that most people who are very successful entrepreneurs of this type right uh, are people who are working for a higher purpose not for money money comes as a side effect right <laughs> it just comes <laughs> this sounds again weird and philosophical and all that but the basic thing that is there is like uh, in paypal or something we never knew whether a startup will be successful or not right i'm telling you the 70 companies in the space uh, you know we are trying to do something the regulatory environment is crazy we you know half the people say this is crazy i can tell you that this idea of paypal when i talk to people my friends they were saying yaar ye pagal ho gaya you know like he's leaving city bank to join something called x.com what's gone wrong with him you know so people thought you were crazy right in terms of uh, this uh, thing so that is par for the course but the basic thing is that uh, our whole thing was we were saying yeah we are changing the world we think it's going to work uh, there's so many problems right how will you control fraud how people will not put their credit card on the internet you know what is this internet payments how will they trust paypal you know so there were so many unknowns but we went at it and we managed to convince a few people we managed to raise money then we managed to raise more money and more money and that enabled us to crack the problem and of course the investors also did well uh so sometimes you know it takes time like this ending poverty idea right ever since i've come to india i've been working on it refining it talk i've written to the prime minister i've got a response from the prime minister uh and various things but you know it hasn't seen the light of day uh but i'm confident that it will so i have to give it a little bit of time right so i don't know if that helped you krish yeah i mean it uh, it, it, it has vaguely helped me but uh, i'm still trying to understand a few things but uh, what i want to share with you is with all those ideas right now coming up i realized in these years that there are students like me who are com- also coming up with such ideas so right now i'm trying to build a platform on that so i've got a lot of feedback from a lot of range of spectrum of people and all are saying no so ask them to join the slack group yaar simple acha to aane do aane do you know course bhi kar denge join bhi kar denge then they might take a job they might do whatever you know they might do an idea you know it's like basically why are you building a separate platform nahi 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 but nahi but but the thing is what i'm doing with that platform is i'm providing some kind of consultancy slash mentorship slash guidance uh, on the project that they want to do uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, but see for that there are many things which are available huh? by the way right so if you're trying to do that you should understand the competition and other things because mm-hmm. so like there is this first check thing 
you know they actually see because one of the things i mean i don't know i'm not been getting into the space a lot but mm-hmm. see look at it from a funder's point of view like an angel investor right mm-hmm. how do they know that this entrepreneur who's coming is serious right then they fund that person the person just runs away with the money or whatever it is right because this fraud level happens a lot in india so mm-hmm. uh, i'm going way back right in 2004 and 5 and all that so at that stage there were some models which were emerging which i think are no longer there that uh, some people would say okay i am going to own 76% of this company and 24% will be owned by the entrepreneurs because then i can control everything and but the 24 that is owned by the entrepreneurs will not dilute right so if we raise more capital or the company needs more capital then my stake will dilute but the these people will not dilute so it's a so now i think the innovation that people have done is that they have Uh, these co-working spaces and all so they'll provide you all that mm-hmm. you know and that is going to be the funding that they provide but that way then they're creating this cohort and they're keeping tabs on what the hell you're doing with the money mm. uh, right? you know when so, you mentioned about alok mittal i actually know him i have his whatsapp number i am in touch with him in some even i even know uh, ritesh malik sir from is co working space so there was a summer program going on uh, in june last in 2019 so i know all those people uh, from yeah. there so so i asked them about uh, their perspective on this so i also uh, i i am also getting the found uh, the funder perspective so yeah yeah uh, i mean no that's a great yeah. thing you should uh, definitely mm. ask and you know see because see people like me uh, and i frankly admit it that i'm not like so clued you know into the space because i'm like little out of it like even in payments uh, for instance uh, while i was probably one of the world's leading experts in mm. 2004 now because i've been a little out of it uh, you know things have moved you know and so in 2021 i would not say i'm the one of the leading experts in the world on payments right i still understand it probably better than most and if somebody tells me something i can give them the benefit of uh, you know saying have you thought of this have you thought of that uh, but um, you know i'm not necessarily uh, a leading expert type of thing so this whole business of talking to a lot of people getting perspectives listening carefully not just discarding it but then uh taking all the data processing it and making your own decision is the way to go yeah i get that right yeah i've got a general question if that's all right yeah yeah that's um cool. okay given like your life experience What would you say what would you tell your 20 year old self if you could go back? Oh that's a good question. Yeah yeah. Yeah so uh one is uh you know this whole business of um uh watching the your mental health. You know uh 
pay some attention to that and your physical health uh in the but but uh, you know see especially when you are young you know you don't have wisdom you know and you continue to doubt yourself right because like look at so after i had my first success with city bank then i had validation right uh, but otherwise i have this like things which sound crazy you know like uh, okay i can change this right or why does it be like this and all right you have doubts so i would say don't doubt yourself you know you uh, but be humble uh you know always learn question uh prove and pay attention to all aspects and it's not hard to do this right so don't make excuses saying i'm very busy but like this i'm very busy is something that uh, one would always make an excuse earlier and i don't think hard work killed anyone <laughs> so you can work damn hard you know i now find it difficult to pull all nighters uh but the number of all nighters i pulled when i was young is unbelievable you know so there is no this thing you know like uh um thing so those were would, would be some of the things um and uh, yeah you know i uh, things uh, don't get discouraged by people you know who will tell you ye to kabhi kaam nahi karega aap kyon time waste kar rahe ho you know all that kind of stuff uh, you know you have to be to follow your own beat you know if uh, and the other thing being that to be prepared for things to take time don't get impatient you know uh sometimes things just take time yeah the race is awesome. long thank you the race is long but in the end it's only with yourself yeah yeah you know it's uh yeah you know and uh, if you have like minimal wants and needs and things like that and if uh the other thing i was very fortunate with uh, is that i found a great life partner in anita right so if you can find a great partner you know um so that's that the, is a huge that's help the, that's the other big other uh, big important part which needs to fall in place for everything to go right the way i look at it yeah 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 right. because one is a lonely number yeah <laughs> I basically will ask just one question, last question, which was probably my first question as well, is about the creation of job opportunities for Bharat. But I think we covered that bit, no? We covered that bit with the whole. No, but yeah, I can answer that a little more, right? Yeah. So I think that is one of the biggest things, you know, more than GDP, yeah, or five trillion and all. Yeah. You know, how do we create jobs and you know i think you have to invert the problem you know you have to say ki how do i take every household and increase the income of that household okay and uh, see so i have not done the math on this right but there are so many innovative ways of creating jobs 
so so for instance suppose like you have this mandatory cr now this would hurt me uh from a personal finance perspective but i don't care like you know so if like you had this mandatory csr for um, companies mm. now if you had mandatory csr for wealthy individuals above a threshold okay saying that i'm going to do this well transfer mm. uh into a foundation not tax not to the government but to a foundation mm. which will run welfare okay and also take care of the viability gap if i want to say ki like let's say the city of delhi runs 24 by 7 right all the restaurants music you know everything it's running 24 by 7 now obviously you need more jobs right people are doing 8 hour shifts yeah. okay and you know so the people may need some funding you know because of the business economics and all that mm-hmm. uh so you could do that now you could also say that look uh, if uh, for something you want to uh, only work 15 hours we'll pay you for 40 hours this is like universal basic income modified mm-hmm. uh, and various things right so you can do a variety of things uh, to uh, basically create uh, a certain amount of guaranteed income something like manrega but you know much more protective productive way and also tied to credit see because there's a downside of abuse right like because if i'm getting all this free money then why should i work to mai ghar baith ke daru piyunga right uh, which is a big problem in the lower strata you know alcoholism and things so you have to balance this out but if you said that because you are on the dole right you are taking some assistance from the government you are not going to get cheap credit mm. right because you don't qualify mm. but for those who are not on the dole you are going to get cheap credit mm. right so it could you could think about this mm. so again you know these are things uh, that uh, one could look at but i think uh, yeah so this whole jobs plan you know like if there were some young people who got together maybe on the slack group maybe elsewhere wherever right and they prepared like so i had prepared a sustainable jobs white paper uh you know which i haven't put up on my website but i could uh so it's a starting point right when people contribute then people you know start then they have this whole debate uh and things because you know the funny thing is that for people who are the elite um also it actually probably makes sense you know to transfer 1% of their wealth every year uh for welfare because uh, otherwise if you the elite uh, don't lose touch with the masses uh then it's very dangerous like in india you've had naxalites you've had uh, protection problems in bombay right very if you bought an expensive car you got this call saying ki itna paisa pahuncha do nahi to your car is gone Mexico City has kidnapping, you know. So all these are not very esoteric problems. Uh, so again, it will need selling and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but you know, so I don't believe in an equal world. Okay, because I think uh, communism and Marx. Yeah, Marxism. They are failed concepts. It's not possible, and it's against nature, right? Yeah. 
So, I mean, we nature does not create people. We are hierarchical equal. by nature. You can't change that fact. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ha, no, and we have different skills. And that's wonderful because that's the diversity, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so, but I believe in a fair one, right? So, I, I think it's perfectly fine. You know, Adani, Ambani, Zuckerberg, Elon Musk. Well, let them make as much money as they You don't want to take that incentive away. Make tons of money, right? Make even more. We will applaud you. But give back, not because of philanthropy, not because of elective. If you want to give more, fine. But people like me should be giving, you know. Uh, and people much less wealthy than me should also be giving. Because they don't need that much money. Mm. It's not just the Elon Musks and the Bezos and all those kind of things. Right? There are many more. You know, uh, and it actually makes sense. You know, and then get rid of inheritance tax, all this kind of nonsense. You know, estate duty, <laughs> just simplify things. But hey, okay, thanks a lot, Sohel, again for hosting me. Yeah, I and I just want to end. Uh, I just want to end with uh, this thing saying that, uh, you know, uh, please try and pass this podcast on to as many youth whenever it is available because we've got to get this chingari going. Absolutely, so, sir. Somehow or the other, you know, and it may be different, you know, but there has, and each uh, chapter, you know, may be very different. Uh, but, uh, they need to band together and demand because India is a great country. It has natural resources. It has talent. It has a demographic dividend. Yeah. But, you know, it's just that uh, the potential of India has been blocked and it has been unleashed from time to time. And I hope 2021 is like 1991 where India is unleashed. Okay, with that, good night, everyone. And uh, we are bang on 2 o'clock. Bang on 2 o'clock. Thanks a lot, sir, for joining. And thanks a lot, everyone else, for sticking by till 2 a.m. for a three and a half hour session. Uh, We couldn't thank you enough. And, you know, that shows the quality of the builders here. Uh, And and I guess, sir, you know, it's been an amazing, amazing time that we spent uh, with you. Uh, and thank you, Anita, yeah. ma'am, for also joining in. Uh, 